Hello, and welcome to this edition of Cronkite News To Go. I'm Dylan Samard. It's Thursday, September 21st, 2019. Here are our top stories from across Arizona. U.S. Customs and Border Protection has seen almost a 350% increase in families being detained at the southern border between October 2018 and September 2019. In the past, it's been mostly single men attempting to make the trek, but now most of those trying to cross are mothers, fathers, and children. Cronkite News reporter Marcella Baeto has this story about why families try to make the dangerous and often deadly journey into the U.S. Here at the Madre Asunta Institute in Tijuana, migrants get a place to sleep, food, childcare, and a safe location to remain in as they go through the lengthy legal process of petitioning for asylum into the United States. Many of those here say they are fleeing their home countries because of violence, extreme poverty, and abuse. I left my country for my son. If I was alone, I wouldn't care what they'd do to me. But I need to protect my son. Livia is from Ecuador. She says she left her home country with her eight-year-old son due to religious persecution. They traveled for weeks. They beat me. I was pregnant. I lost my son that I was pregnant with. Livia says they arrived near the San Luis port of entry and decided to cross. I grabbed my son and told him, let's go. We're going to the other side. They were apprehended by Border Patrol and deported back to Mexico. Livia says she didn't know of the recent changes in U.S. immigration policy regarding asylum. She's not alone. Many of the women in the shelter tell Cronkite News they never heard of the changes before leaving their home countries. While these families wait, the Trump administration has added even more asylum regulations and changes. Right now, they're looking at a new rule which would have migrants crossing through Guatemala, El Salvador, or Honduras first claim asylum in one of those countries before being able to seek asylum in the U.S. Marcelo Bayero, Cronkite News. That's in addition to the already existing Remain in Mexico program. And there's also another policy that makes immigrants ineligible for asylum if they did not claim asylum in any of the countries they passed while on their way to the U.S. A federal jury on Wednesday acquitted border aid volunteer Scott Warren. He was found not guilty of harboring charges. This was a retrial of Warren after jurors during the first trial couldn't reach consensus. A defense lawyer argued that Warren only provided humanitarian aid to two men from Central America who had illegally crossed the border more than a year ago. More than one organization in Arizona is calling for a fairer and easier election process. Cronkite News reporter Andrew Christensen found out why one group has teamed up with Secretary of State Katie Hobbs to ensure every Arizonan's vote is counted. The National Council of Jewish Women Arizona recently welcomed guest speaker Secretary of State Katie Hobbs at a Keeping Our Arizona Vote Honest event. Members raised concerns about how outside interference can influence the results of an election. Hobbs explained her administration has a close relationship with the FBI, Arizona Counterterrorism Information Center, and the Department of Emergency Management. Hobbs says the goal is to create stronger cybersecurity to prevent outside interference in elections. Our office hosts monthly security meetings with all 15 counties where we discuss with uh, officials the ways to increase uh, voter security in their areas. And that has led to uh, stronger collaboration between all the IT um, 
officials. Hobbs also discussed the role of misinformation in elections on social media. She encouraged people to share information from reputable sources. Andrew Christensen, Cronkite News. An Arizona state Republican senator says she'll take another shot trying to convince the legislature to toughen up on smoking and vaping. Senator Heather Carter plans to introduce a new bill that classifies vaping products as tobacco, limiting use strictly outdoors. The bill would also raise the buying age of tobacco and vaping products from 18 to 21. Owners of vaping businesses claim their products help people quit smoking. Two tobacco bills were debated in the last session. Neither was approved. We had help today from Ellie Nakamoto-White, Lamar Smith, Marcella Baeto, Jordan Evans, Andrew Christensen, and Rio Painter. They all helped with today's Cronkite News Briefing. You can learn more about the stories you heard in today's update by going to cronkitenews.azpbs.org. That's all for your Cronkite News to go. I'm Dylan Samard. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll see you tomorrow for another daily briefing.